Hello, everybody. And today, our very special guest, Dr. Caitlin, is an expert when it comes to the dental detox. And she is not a dentist. She's functionally trained chiropractor. She's been working in this field for quite some time now, helping lots of clients navigate the waters of how to actually detox the cells and the tissues once we've done the dental piece of remedying our amalgams, or perhaps that's what you just need to understand. Either way, don't miss today's episode because Caitlin's got it all for you. Welcome to the Beats with Kelly Kennedy. And today I am so excited from my heart to yours to bring one of my great colleagues and friends who's not a dentist, but is going to talk to you about the dentistry. Dr. Caitlin is a, a board certified chiropractor who is really devoted and her life to really getting people to understand the dental detox. And as you know, on the Beats, we talk about how your body works. We want you to understand that and you can't do it without the dentistry. So very warm welcome to Dr. Caitlin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. And I want to like reiterate, I am not a dentist. I actually think, well, back in high school, my uh, two closest friends became hygienists and like, you should be the dentist. And I was like, oh, heck no, mouths are gross. <laughs> and they're still gross. But there is a huge connection between the mouth and the rest of the body. And we're missing that for addressing the underlying issues as to what is causing people to have symptoms, diseases, everything. So thanks so much for having me on. Absolutely. And so let's just delve into it. You know, a lot of folks that are listening to us or perhaps watching us, they have been to a lot of uh, practitioners. They're dealing with chronic cases. They're dealing with chronic illness, um, anywhere from some kind of autoimmune disease to chronic fatigue to Lyme to a myriad of other uh, aspects. And you've been practicing as a functional viewed practitioner for now a long time. What is the diff? Why did you delve into the dentistry world? Well, it was honestly mine and my husband's own health struggles. Uh, we found functional because my husband put on 30 pounds in a month mm. out of nowhere. Um, we've always been super active, like, you know, doing 14 or so, like, uh, climbing 1400 feet up when we were in Colorado, uh, playing volleyball, you know, on the water, you name it, eating really healthy because I've been gluten-free now for over 10 years. And for him to gain 30 pounds in like a month was unacceptable. Like there, that was out of the blue. And it took us a while to find somebody that figured out it was a gut issue and we addressed the gut and got him, well, a whole lot better, but there was always a plateau. Like we always hit a brick wall with him. And same thing with me. We could never figure out why my immune system was constantly being triggered. Um, you know, I'm not an individual who's ever had like yeast infections or UTIs or, you know, um, strep throat. Like I rarely get sick, but I always was showing chronic infection in my labs. And we were at a seminar um, listening to Dr. Pompa, and he was like, you know, the mouth is really a big component. Most people forget about it. And I was like, what in the hell? Like, I always think about mouth for like diabetics with gingivitis and hidden infections. Why aren't I thinking about that for 
for us. And so for my husband, we found that he had, we knew he had one silver filling, but he also had a silver filling hiding under a crown, ah. uh, which we were told wasn't there. And it wasn't until we addressed both of those, like removed the silver fillings and then truly detoxed him that he was able to lose um, the rest of the weight. Like he's no longer swollen. He just always kind of looked swollen regardless of what we did with the fasting and the keto and all of that. He only got so far. And for me, um, I had a really hard time with menstrual cycle cramps. Like I always had really bad cramps no matter what I did. Um, and it wasn't until I found hidden infections in my jaw from the removal of wisdom teeth and addressed that, but the systemic issue that my hormones finally balanced. So it was really a long health struggle that my husband and I were dealing with that led us down this hole. And now it's a hole that I just can't seem to get myself out of because the more <laughs> I read about it, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. So that's really how we got into um, the dental component. And really, the more and more I read about it, it's really linked to, I'm willing to say over 90% of symptoms and conditions that we're dealing with. And, and so for those of you who don't understand what she's talking about, we're going to pull up a dental chart here in a second. But I, I think that's so key for everybody to understand that amalgam silver fillings is what we're talking about. Those when you look in your mouth and you see those silver or gray fillings, those are called silver or amalgam fillings. That's one side of the equation. So that was more Niles was dealing with her husband was dealing with. I have a hidden one under a crown and I have an exposed one. We got rid of those and metabolically his body started to go back in the balance, regardless of nutrition. Everything else was staying the same, changed the amalgam, it changed the body. And yet for you, it was totally different and, and you had no silver fillings. Is that true, Dr. Caitlin? Nope. Um, Never had a silver know. filling, but you still had a dental issue because when they pulled your wisdom teeth out, however many years ago that was, they left a hole in the jaw, which created an, a place for infection, like bugs, like microbes, like bacteria, strep, all the things that she alluded to previously and that created a hole to allow that infection to work on her systemically and with Niles it was working on systemically and that is because Sound the Soul is our sole um, supporter here at Not Meds which we're really happy about. Yeah I'm going to cover it up for just a moment to share with you the dental chart and this is indicating that every tooth this is your upper right this is your upper left, lower right, lower left, just like your mouth. And it shows you every tooth is associated with an organ system and all sorts of symptoms that go along with that organ system for both upper and lower teeth. They all are, are related to our organs underneath. What do you want to add about that, Dr. Caitlin? This chart, well, I'm sure, was eye-opening for you when you and Niles started looking at this. Oh, my goodness. Well, I've had so much terrible dental work done as a kid. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm trying to undo it now. But the thing about our teeth is our teeth are connected to a meridian. And each meridian is associated to a certain organ, just like you alluded to, Kelly. And when we have either an infection, like an infected tooth, like, a root canal tooth, or we had a tooth extracted because of uh, an infection, like a wisdom tooth. And if it doesn't heal, 
energetically that is affecting the function of whatever organ or gland that that tooth is associated with. So for me, I had teeth, like adult teeth pulled because my teeth were too big for my mouth, which mm. total BS, we'll get into that at another point. Mm. So now I'm missing four adult teeth, which is affecting those organs because of the fact that there's no stimulation there. It doesn't have that meridian anymore. And so it's just crazy how much our mouth could really tell us internally how our body's functioning. And it's not just our teeth energetically, each tooth has a blood supply, each tooth has a lymphatic supply. And that's how our mouth can systemically affect our whole body. So I really encourage people to, one, start actually opening your mouth and looking at your teeth, looking at your tongue, make sure you find a dentist that's going to do this and or find, you know, more of a holistic practitioner that's going to look at your mouth because the mouth really is the gateway to the rest of your body. It will tell us so much. So let's back up a second and let's say this is the first time this is the information, the first time they're hearing this. Maybe this is the first podcast of the beats that they found. So what's a meridian? Let's back up. What's a meridian? So a meridian is an invisible energetic line that runs through our body. And what it does is it transmits energy. And ultimately, we that's what we are. We are just energetic beings made up of cells and bacteria and viruses and these other things. But it's the energy that is going to determine the health of our being. So meaning, you know, are we going to express health or are we going to express uh, dis ease, meaning our body is not within ease. And so when there is a break in that communication, uh, that organ, that gland, that cell is no longer receiving the information that it needs in order to function properly. So, that's so really energy, I... energy when it travels down the meridian is also blood flow and information goes with that down that same meridian pathway, correct? So the meridians are not separate. They're in combination with blood flow, with nervous system fibers, autonomic nervous system fibers, the meridians. So these are all information flowing throughout the body. So everybody is aware if you don't know the meridian system, acupuncture has been based upon it for thousands and thousands, over 5,000 years. We are now in Western medicine. We have enough great technology, which Dr. Caitlin and I just love technology. Let me just tell you, getting this podcast started today, we just love technology. Uh, but we take our ancient wisdom, like acupuncture theory, and we can now document what acupuncturists in Chinese and Eastern culture has known for centuries in regards to these meridians, and we can identify them with the technology that we now have in this modern culture. So these are invisible lines of energy, but I don't want anybody to think that they're anything other than a scientific um, a meridian, and a, a pathway that can be proven and identified with sensitive, with sensitive techniques and biofeedback. Okay, so we know the meridians, they're energy pathways, and every tooth in the body is related to a meridian. So to give us some idea, let's give some people some ideas. While they're looking in their mouths, which I thought is a great practical solution, don't know where we start until we look where we start. 
really do open your mouth and look in it, please, because I know Dr. Caitlin and myself, as we talk to new clients and we ask them questions like, do you have any silver amalgam fillings? And they go, I don't know. Well, guess what? You should know, because we're not going to know unless you know. So look in a mirror and, and take a look. So do you know which teeth, like I kind of orient it myself. Um, I'm, I don't memorize the dental chart by any stretch because it's way too much information. And I have no desire to be a dentist. I too am not a doctor. Um, I am not even a, I'm, I'm no licensed as a chiropractor. I'm licensed as a massage therapist, but I spend my days basically sending people to the dentist and then cleaning them up before and after. I've often said I work for many of my dental friends. It's, it's an ongoing joke because we basically just send them to the dentist and clean them up before and after because you can't do what we do without a good biological dentist, correct? So that's what, for me, one of the most important peoples to have on your team. So we've got these meridians. Now, which teeth are associated with which, which meridians just in general? Do you have any idea? Ugh, Kelly, like you, I don't memorize this Yeah, stuff. okay. So like back teeth are like digestion, right? The back teeth are digestion. Oh. Large intestine, small intestine, stomach teeth are in the back. The front teeth are more like kidney, bladder, and then reproductive organs. So just more digest. It's just interesting to me to note that when you get past the canine teeth, those like shiny, you know, those sharp teeth everybody has, past that it's mostly all your digestion like that's where the most people have their silver fillings their amalgam fillings is in those back teeth so what kind of issue will that cause if i have a, a hole in the tooth which is a cavity i go to the dentist when i'm nine my they pack it with a silver filling now i'm 25 i walk into your office what kind of symptoms can that create well, other than the fact that those silver fillings release mercury and they accumulate in brain cells, on nervous tissue, so any of our nerve cells, um, so it can literally affect any bodily function. Um, a lot of people, what they find is they have digestive issues and 80% plus of our immune system is in our gut. Mm. So if we have uh, something affecting our gut function, now we have the propensity to either create leaky gut or trigger an autoimmune condition because if our immune system is what causes autoimmunity and 80% of our immune system is in our gut and we have gut dysfunction, it's no wonder that autoimmune can be triggered. Um, so it can be anything from constipation to diarrhea. I actually find that people don't understand how often they should be pooping. You know, they go... Oh, normal. I'm regular. Well, what does that mean? You know, the number of meals a day you eat is the number of times you should be pooping each day. So I tell people, look, do you eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner? And if they say, yeah, I go, well, you should be pooping three times. Do you poop three times a day? And they're like, oh no, like once a day. Well, that means that there is some gut dysfunction to some extent because you're not eliminating your toxins and then they get reabsorbed and then it can cause other issues. Um, it could be gas bloating. It could be indigestion, like acid reflux. It could be um, when you poop, you're not actually pooping out digested food. You're pooping out like full on like pieces of like your dinner the night before. So the whole variance as to what uh, digestive issues could look like is really widespread. And so when somebody comes in, no matter what their symptom is, 
a practitioner that's inclined in this way is always going to look in the mouth and make sure that there's not a causative factor that could be contributing to what's going on distally. So regardless of the person's symptoms, really, headaches, digestive, menstrual, metabolic, even if blood work looks horrible, you're still going to look inside the mouth and make sure there's no causative agent there first. Then and only then, if that's addressed, do we go further. Is this all within realms? Correct me where I'm wrong, please, Dr. Kaylin. Yeah, no. So the mouth absolutely 100% has to be addressed. Now, sometimes, depending on the individual's health and how stable they are, there may need to be some preventative or uh, steps taken prior to dental procedures just to make sure that their body is capable of one handling it because dental procedures, even when you have a biological dentist performing them, you are still being exposed to one stress, um, two uh, toxins if they're removing silver fillings. Um, even if they're putting in ceramic fillings, there's some better than other ceramic fillings, like white fillings that should be placed. Um, if they're removing a tooth because of an infection or whatever it may be, we have to make sure that our detox pathways are open. So sometimes there's a few steps before going to the dentist and other times there's go to the dentist, let's get certain scans done, let's get certain um, like cone beam, let's get a full on idea of what we're dealing with. And then systemically, we can put together a plan so that, you know, the, the holistic practitioner can work in conjunction with the dentist to ensure that the individual is going to heal at a rate in which they should so that, you know, healing isn't slowed down or so that, you know, potentially another issue doesn't arise, whether it be an additional infection because it didn't heal properly or, um, an overbearing amount of uh, heavy metals being absorbed into the tissue. So it really depends on the individual uh, as to what that may or may not look like. Well, I really appreciate you bringing that up because I think that a lot of people make that disconnect again. Like they go, oh, it's connected to my mouth. And then they go handle their mouth and they don't necessarily work with a practitioner and you're not going to get the best results. That's why we get the great results we do because we align ourselves with biological dentists who then align their clients with our with our protocols because they know they get the best results when they move their lymph and they detoxify the cells after the source of the leak, whether that's bacterial or more of a metal toxicant. And then we have to talk about the white fillings. So if they're not ceramic, if they're not porcelain, eh, eh, it's the conversation I want to have. We're, we're looking at the BPA fillings and that's becoming a bigger issue than the silver amalgam fillings. I'm like putting my hand on my forehead for those who can't see me because it's very stressful. I really felt like we were hitting a point, honestly, about four or five years ago. When I was like, oh, finally I have a lot of people coming in without the white, without the silver fillings, with the amalgam fillings, but with more of the white and then many of my dental friends in the recent like year have brought my attention to how many of our clients have these BPA fillings that are leaking. And I'm just freaking out about it, to be honest with you, a little bit. A little yep. bit. Little well, bit. The thing too, I think the most frustrating part is there's really no dental material that's 100% inert for everybody. Everybody right. has a different, slightly different genetic code 
which is going to make them susceptible to certain materials. And so I always, always, always encourage people to get what's called the Clifford test, which will test your, your genetic material against all sorts of uh, dental material to find out what you're going to be least reactive to. Meaning if you get something put in your mouth, you don't want that constantly being a source of uh, problems. Now, with that being said, nobody should ever get a BPA filled uh, white filling. That is just not good for anybody. Right. There are some other materials out there, though, that um, don't necessarily contain plastics, but it may still uh, aggravate an individual's condition, whether it be flare up their autoimmune condition, drive up their blood sugars, increase joint pain, uh, throw off sleep patterns because it's a hormone disruptor, whatever it may be, because for them, that genetic material or that uh, dental material is affecting their, their own genetics. Whereas the Clifford test will say, these materials are best for you. You're going to be least reactive to it. So I always recommend, you know, long-term, it's going to save you a lot of money and a lot of heartache, not having to try and undo uh, one, the dental procedure, because then that means potentially like drilling out more healthy tooth, you know, more money at the dentist and more money working with uh, another practitioner trying to rebalance hormones or remove toxicity or get your detox pathways open or whatever it may be. So that's what I always recommend individuals do. So essentially, we've probably raised a lot of questions for people today. They're like, oh my gosh, I thought sitting, getting my amalgam fillings was as simple as sitting in the dental chair. And what we're coming to realize is that it's a, so much more. And when we go to the standard dentist to get our teeth cleaned, even it's so much more than getting your teeth cleaned and knowing that they're going to educate you about how to keep your dentin really strong and really healthy. Because when you have a, a strong mouth and a strong microbiome, it translates to the rest of your body and vice versa. So one, it's being around skilled practitioners, finding them and, and making sure that they're, they're understanding that they're affecting your whole body. Number two, when, they, when you go through that process of, oh, I wanna remediate my mouth, meaning I wanna get everything cleaned up. I wanna have proper uh, biological material that's gonna assimilate with my body. Well, there's a lot to that. There's Clifford testing. Some of us do muscle response testing. Some of us do, um, there's a, another test, I forget what it's called right now, ALCAT or something like that in regards to the sensitivity testing. But these are tests to make sure that we're finding the material that's proper. And then making sure once we get in the dental chair and the proper material has been selected and the dentist is taking care and concern to realize that every tooth that they're working on is affecting my meridian underneath it. Now I got to find the right practitioner. I'm not trying to overwhelm you. I want you to understand this, the pieces, because if you do one piece without the other piece, you're not going to flow. You're not going to have overall wellness as easily as you could. It might take a little bit longer because you might have bumps along the road and using a skilled practitioner like Dr. Caitlin, who does lots of teleconferencing and consulting for long distance clients all over the globe, really. So you, you have access to her within her time zone. You have access to her during working hours, wherever she finds herself at that time. But you, you got to work with practitioners that help you get it. Now it's stopping the leak, whether that's a again, the metal or the, the cavitation with more of the immune challenges and perhaps both. Now I'm going to get it out of my body. Now let's talk about that briefly. And then I want to really do a whole other show because you touched on it just ever so briefly about 
Well, they pulled four teeth because my mouth wasn't big enough. We need to talk about that because there's a lot of things going on there. But talk briefly um, about the, you know, getting it out of the tissues now. What does that take? What does that entail? Well, I think people need to really understand that the mouth is not its own like separate entity it's not like the mouth is just the mouth and we really have done a disservice by saying oh the mouth just go to the dentist dentists do a good job at looking at the mouth but they don't look at it as okay how is this affecting the rest of the body so what people really need to understand is our mouth is the beginning of one big long tube which is our whole digestion and without proper digestion we cannot be healthy. There's no way. We will not absorb our vitamins, our minerals. We will not be making proper hormones, neurotransmitters. And so I have yet to see when somebody has like bleeding gums. So if they're brushing their teeth and they see a little bit of blood on their toothbrush or when they floss their teeth and there's a little bit of blood or they get their teeth cleaned and the dental hygienist um, sees blood from the cleaning, that really is indicative that there is going to be a problem in the gut. And the problem with that is most people don't realize that they don't have to have gut symptoms, meaning there doesn't have to be constipation, diarrhea, um, bloating, any of that. That can take 20 years to show up. So we really do have to put together that the mouth is just, you know, the beginning of our digestive system, whereas like our anus is the exit and that all needs to flow and work as one and so when we have something happening in our mouth whether it be an infection or a silver filling that we're absorbing mercury or we have a root canal tooth that is just a constant uh, source of bacteria going into our blood supply and our lymphatics which then go everywhere we do have to make sure that the rest of our body downstream is able to function once we address um, the root. So the root would, would be in the mouth. Um, and what that looks like is gonna be different per person. So if it's a silver filling, you have to remove the bioaccumulation of the mercury that has been released the whole time it was in your body. So I hear this all the time, you know, I had silver fillings, but I had them removed like 10 years ago. So no big deal. Okay, well, how long did you have those silver fillings? Oh, I had them like 20 years. Okay, well, those 20 years that you had them in your mouth, they were off-gassing mercury, and that mercury had to go somewhere. And normally where it goes is the pituitary gland, um, and I don't want to dive into that, but that's the master controller. Like, that controls pretty much all of our hormonal functions. So if mercury is built up, then it means that we're lacking the ability to communicate to properly uh, regulate hormones. The other thing that can happen is, uh, you know, if we have an infection, that infection is going to get into our saliva. We swallow our saliva, you know, every like 30 seconds uh, throughout the whole day. So we are absolutely getting that infection to go um, into our stomach and then into our digestive system, not to mention in through the blood supply, through our gums, lymphatics. And so that can create um, imbalances everywhere whether it be like i said leaky gut triggering autoimmune so really figuring out what it is that individual is dealing with and there's gonna have to be lifestyle changes i've never met somebody where lifestyle changes haven't needed to be incorporated but everybody's lifestyle change is going to be different based on what they have going on and then 
working with a practitioner like you, making sure the lymphatics is moving so that it doesn't bioaccumulate. You're not reabsorbing all of those uh, crappy biotoxins from the infection or the heavy metals, and then making sure that everything else is clearing from proper pooping to proper detox to proper gut support to um, maybe it's liver support. Maybe you got to get your gallbladder working. Um, it could be so different, but it's really important making sure that the whole body is functioning together. Did that answer your question? It, it did. Yeah. It, it, what's, what kind of support is needed? Because that's so key. I, I hear it all the time like you. Oh, I got my amalgams out years ago and I asked, you know, did you detox? And they're like, yeah, I did a couple IVs and I took Corella for a month. Well, that's like... I, I lived in a house for 30 years and for two hours, I decided to clean it out instead of clean out the 30 years worth of junk that accumulated in the house. And it's important for people to understand that for me, detox takes about half of the amount of time as the toxicant was exposed. So if the toxicant was exposed for 20 years, you got to detox for 10. Not that you're going to detox every day for 10 years, but over a 10-year period is what it's going to take for your body to get rid of that accumulation. Because I think a lot of people do believe that once I get it out of my mouth, I'm done. And I think what you just brought to light was that's the easy part. Honestly, sitting in the dental chair, find the right dentist. While that can be a struggle, that's kind of the easy part. The hard part, if you will, is with the body's working its own system, its own drainage, because you have three times as much lymph as you do blood flow. So you need to get the lymph moving and then get the liver, which is in charge of all the three forms of detoxification pathways in the body, get that to perform better, then making sure the elimination, whether that's the kidneys, the breath, the bowels, the bleeding. I mean, you, you alluded to earlier in your story that your cycle was off and that's how you knew that you, everything wasn't just perfect. You know, with, with your husband, it was his weight. So whether it's hormonal whether it's, well, both of those seem to be kind of hormonal, but whether it's hormonal or gut related or joints, all of these roads lead, what's my cause, get rid of my cause. And then every everything upstream kind of just tends to go away a little bit. I mean, it's, it looks miraculous, doesn't happen overnight. It is a process, but it's the most rewarding process I would like to, can, I would like to pose because when you get through this, you're now in control of your body and its immune system, which 80%, she said, 80% of your immune system is in your gut. Crazy, huh? Crazy. And our Crazy. gut is connected to our mouth. So if our mouth is out of balance, our gut's out of balance. If our gut's out of balance, our mouth is going to be out of balance. So it's really important that we're making sure that we're in balance um, versus trying to push one side or another. Like people understand antibiotics aren't good now, like it's taken years because it kills everything. Well, a lot of the oral hygiene products that we use kills everything. And that's one of the things that's going to start the cascade of dysbiosis, leaky gut, uh, imbalance in the, the healthy gut bacteria, um, prone to yeast infections or yeast overgrowth. So we really have to start paying more attention to one, our mouth, and then what we're doing with our mouth. So the oral hygiene. So we need to do another show because we, we still haven't talked. We need to talk about that at part of the show. Like what's the proper oral hygiene protocol that you recommend? I would love to do that. 
and then can we touch base upon my my tongue my mouth is not big enough and they need to pull teeth because i i i was i always said my tongue was too big for my mouth until i did something about it and you were told and a lot of people are told that with their children or as they were younger hey their mouth is not big so we're just going to pull teeth so we need to talk about that on our next show but in the meantime from our heart to yours truly the beats of how your body works you got to understand the microbiome of the mouth you got to understand that every tooth is related if you don't understand it and you need some consulting go to dr caitlin she can help you at thedentaldetox.com that'll be in our show notes is there anything else you want to add dr caitlin for the beats for all of our listeners out there that are going, ah, I don't want to go to the dentist. Oh, I know, I know. I've had such terrible dental experience as a young kid, but when you find the right dentist, you know, it's not so bad. It's not so scary. Plus the right dentist is going to have all this amazing technology that is going to one, minimize the amount of pain and discomfort to maximize how quickly you're going to heal. So it really doesn't have to be that big and scary. You just got to find the right one. So mm. that's probably the biggest thing. And then guys, open your mouth, look at your mouth, look at your tongue, look at your teeth, know what, um, know what it looks like, like get familiar with uh, what the inside of your mouth looks like. So then you can be your own advocate and be like, hey, wait, look, something's happening over here. My tongue doesn't look right. It's swollen or I got white patches or whatever it may be. But you can be the first to uh, figure out that there is an imbalance and then that empowers you to take action. That's great, great advice. I really appreciate that so much for all the practical advice, for all the uh, people out there looking rather for practical advice to really look in your mouth. A couple of weeks ago, we were out, we were traveling and I had eaten something that I wasn't normally eating. I can't remember honestly what it was now, but at, when we got back to the hotel, I had a big swelling on my side of my tongue in this white spot. And I came home and I was like, what the heck? The whole tongue is swollen. So I took some toothpaste, some natural toothpaste from created by a dental friend of mine. And I rubbed it on there and I just kind of let it sit there. Got up the next morning, completely gone. I just changed the microbiome. I don't know what it was I ate. May have been, oh, I had pickles, which I never really eat. So it may have been the pickle juice, something that just didn't really do it for me and changed my mind. But I paid attention. I was like, mm, I'm not going to ignore that and wait till the morning. I'm going to put a little toothpaste on that, see if I can't make it go away. Now that wouldn't work with every toothpaste. It only works with toothpaste that has probiotics in it and CoQ10 and different things in it to help your body and your microbiome. Great piece yep, of advice. We'll definitely have to touch on that at some point. Proper oral hygiene. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to talk about that on the next one. Thank you so much, Dr. Caitlin, for your time today and your wonderful expertise. And I hope everybody today understands more about your mouth than you did before. And go to thedentaldetox.com to find Dr. Caitlin and ask her all your questions. We'll talk to you soon, Dr. Caitlin. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.